missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Today is Dr. Seuss Day. In honor of Dr. Seuss's birthday. So did you bring the green eggs and ham, Drew? I didn't. I don't have that one. It's also uh, Read Across America Day because of Dr. Seuss. And uh, that leads us into our Monday morning throwback. A couple of years ago on Dr. Seuss Day, we found out that before he wrote a bunch of children's books, he wrote something called the Pocket Book of Boners. Did you hear about this, Drew? Did boners have a different meaning back it in did, 1960s? It did. Or? It did. It, okay. did. it uh, didn't have the sexual connotation that it still does. Yep. But uh, here's a look back at two years ago with Scott Robert Shaw in the newsroom. The Monday morning throwback here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Before he ever published a children's book, oh. obviously famous, Green Eggs and Ham, All the Places You'll Go, Horton Here's a Who, I mean, the list goes on and on, mm-hmm. right? Sure. But before that, he had a book of edgy humor called The Pocket Book of Boners. <laughs> what? Apparently, back in the in the 40s, early 40s, Dr. Seuss, Dr. Theodore Seuss Geisel, originally published his four separate books in 1931 and 32. By Viking Press in 1941, Readers League of America compiled those four books and published The Pocket Book of Boners, one of the best-selling paperback books of World War II. 1.34 million copies printed in, uh, by 1945. At the time of its writing, the term boner was commonly used as a silly mistake without any sort of sexual connotation. So there you go, Drew. And because of that, we, we had a list of other edgy children's books. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you want to hear that break in its entirety, our Monday morning throwback, it's on our... Website, the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. I also shared it on our Facebook page this morning. And uh, in honor of Dr. Seuss's birthday, we're playing Factor Bullcrap right now, Drew. Okay. Dr. Seuss edition. You have to decide if they're real Dr. Seuss books or if they're oh, made up. This is great. Not great. This is, <laughs> this is good. He had over 60 books published. Yeah, a lot. So a it's lot. not, I mean, you know the big ones, obviously. Yep, yep. Here we go. How the Grinch Stole $100,000. <laughs> Bullcrap. <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas was the only Grinch book that he ever did. He yeah. did not do any other. So mm-hmm. you got that one right, Drew. So far, so good. The Cat in the Hat Comes Back. Fact or bullcrap? That's true. Fact. Yeah. There was a sequel that came out mm-hmm. in 1958, a year after the first. Which is good, too. It's not like the sequel sucks. It's good. Two for two, Drew. Even though you got help on that one from Gene. Fact or bullcrap, Dr. Seuss. I don't even hear her. Yeah, right. <laughs> if I ran the zoo. Uh, fact. Yes. Oh, it's one of my favorites, too. I know. I love that book. I do, too. It was one of those uh, earlier books. Came out in 1950. He did another one in 1956 called If I Ran the Circus. That one's good, too. It has spots. Three for three, Drew. You might finish with a perfect attendance here. Yeah. We'll find out. Two left. Back to Bullcrap, Dr. Seuss edition on his birthday. Okay. Horton hears voices in his head. Is that fact or bullcrap? <laughs> bullcrap. <laughs> he did two Horton books. Uh-huh. Do you remember them both? Horton hatches. Horton egg. hears a who, and I don't I'm know. Asking the other one. you, I'm asking Drew. Stop it, okay? Sorry. I don't know the other one. This I know is Horton not hears Gene's a who. Gene's time to shine. All right, this is let's make Drew look stupid on the radio. He the, egg. <laughs> the elephant sits on the egg when the bird leaves irresponsibly. All right, we're shutting Gene's mic off for the last one. <laughs> You're four for four, though, Drew. 
Let's try and. Finish. I was not expecting this. Let's before. try and finish strong. Yeah. Have, have you ever finished with a perfect score? I don't think so. I think I have four, four for five. Is all right. Well, you're batting four for five right now. We'll see how you do with the last one. Yeah. Doctor Seuss edition of Factor Bullcrap here on the Morning Sickness at ninety-five-seven. The Rock. Marvin K. Mooney, will you please go now? Is that fact or bullcrap? Is that an actual Dr. Seuss book or is it not? Fact. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Put him in the history. You might never have to do one of these again now that you've uh, finished with a perfect record. Nice job. Uh 1972, the main character told to leave. Then it lists different modes of transportation. You can go on skates, you can go on skis, mm-hmm. you can go on a hat, but please go, please. Mm-hmm. Arvin K. Mooney, will you please go now? Nice job, Drew. Damn. How many Dr. Seuss books do you think you've read in your life? Did like you have five? A, yeah. The big ones? Well, the big ones. The big ones, yeah. yeah. I tell you, though, There's I know I know it's good. hard to appreciate it as an adult, but the If I Ran the Zoo is a really good book. And as yep. a child, it really gives you that ability to say, you know what? I could run the zoo. You know what I mean? It, right. Even though running a zoo might not be your dream, it just kind of, you read it and you're like, yeah, you know what? I want to do different they're stuff. All, they're, they're all good. The 500 Hats of Bartholomew Cubbins. Don't, you probably don't know that one either, Drew, do you? Nope. No. Or if you can get your hands on a pocketbook of boners. <laughs> right. Is that still in circulation? Carry that around. I'm sure you can pick up a uh-huh. second edition somewhere. Yep. <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. You're not too far removed from being a child, Drew. You're pretty young. Yeah. You're in your 20s. Almost 30. Wow. Look at you. Look at him go. Okay. Look at, look at you go. So what's this? This is uh, the dumbest thing you thought as a kid. It's a new thread on Reddit asking people... Uh, not so much your thought, but your belief, I guess. Yeah. And I think uh, all the major stuff like Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, those kind of things, storks bringing Aren't babies. Yep. I, I think this is more specific to each person that responds. Um, I don't know if I had anything that I necessarily remember believing as a kid that would be unique. Um, I do remember when we would drive around, uh, I would, you know, especially in the summertime when the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. and. And the window would be open. I'd have my arm out, and I thought lasers would come out of my fingertips. Oh, nice. And I could cut down everything that yep. was in the... Did anybody... Is that just me, or... I didn't have lasers. I didn't have that, I no. guess. Nope. No? I my, I thought the... What was the rhyme? Uh, step on a crack and you'll break your mother's you back. You thought you really did? Yeah. Good. I thought that was real. Bubblegum. Uh, that was a popular uh, one when I was a kid. If you swallow bubblegum, it'll stay in there forever. Uh-huh. Um, but that, I, don't, I think that was just more of a overall blanket statement for all the kids. It wasn't necessarily something that I believed as my as my own thought. Um, but this uh, Reddit thread asking people what the dumbest thing they thought of uh, as a kid was, and, and some of the answers are, are pretty funny. Um, <laughs> that if you drink while peeing, you'll keep peeing until you stop drinking. Wow, that'd <laughs> be it's cool. It's a straight huh? pipe. There's just, it goes right down. There's yep. no process. Like You'd be your own fountain. Yeah, Drew. Okay. Test that theory, right? Go yep. in the bathroom with a big jug of water and just keep drinking. Yep. Uh, someone responded to the uh, question of what's the dumbest thing you thought as a kid. I used to believe night is brought about by clouds, dark ones, of course. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't get, the sun didn't go away. It just, the clouds, yeah. it got real cloudy. Okay. Um, that all companies with a TM trademark were owned by my family because those are my initials. <laughs> are we on that one too? Uh, grandparents were assigned to families 
Like, I don't know my grandma was my dad's mom. I can see that. Well, early on. Things are hard to understand. Yeah. Relationships. Like, well, you just get presented that stuff as a kid and you're expected to, like, know it. This oh, is grandma. Okay, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Oh, she's some. All right, that's cool, but... Um, some of the other responses. I was under the impression that there were tiny rats that lived inside of my stomach, and when they ran in their wheels for exercise, it would make me need to pee. <laughs> wow, that's, that's specific. I thought they were going to say the hunger. You know, when you have a, when hunger it makes pains. noises yep. and stuff. Right. I thought that's what they were going for, but no, it was peeing. Uh, we got Kim on our Facebook page says, "I thought my dad was saying wind shield, not wind chill, when talking about the temperature." Mm-hmm. Nicholas, this one is uh, derived from, from cartoons that uh, Nicholas, when he was a kid, the dumbest thing he thought was that Nick quicksand was everywhere. <laughs> oh, quicksand. Yeah. Yep. Quicksands really, are really, really thought that was going to be a <laughs> bigger problem yeah. growing up. You know what I mean? It could be anywhere. You could be walking well, through the woods and then all of a sudden you're just eaten by the quicksand. How do you ha- have a cartoon without quicksands? Mm-hmm. You don't. That's true. You know? I don't, I don't think I remember... Dumb. Th- I did dumb things. Uh, a lot of them, pretty much all of them. But uh, I don't know. I did lie to my fourth grade teacher about uh, going to see a Red Sox game. I I didn't have my homework, and she asked me why, and I said because we went to the Red Sox game, and I thought I was being smart and, and cool, like telling all the <laughs> class that. I, the problem was they were playing in Toronto the night before against the Blue Jays, and we lived in New Hampshire. So none of that was so, feasible. Yeah. We would have had to fly up there in our private jet, and the teacher called me out right in front of everybody else well, in the class. of course, because that was dumb. She's like, oh, you flew to Toronto last night, and you made it back in time for school. Uh, yeah, sure. I do remember... I hate teachers that keep up with sports, too. I Yeah, right? While the Red Sox How do you know that? Day. I do remember the first time I saw... A teacher outside of school? Uh, yeah, and he didn't think there were real people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you had this weird sort you of idea. Exist. Yeah, you're just in the, the school all the time. The you're a teacher. And I remember I saw one of them at, at the grocery store. My mom knew her, and it was super embarrassing because they knew each other from, like, college, and they were started talking in the grocery aisle, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? buying Why? ham and potatoes. Yeah. Why, Why does she do that? She just lives at school. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Number one movie in America after this weekend. And uh, according to Trevor from SNS Cycle, said he watched that movie this weekend. And in the movie, it's an in- in- invisibility suit as opposed to his body. Uh-huh. Okay. So he's like a, he's got a cloak like Harry Potter. Uh, kind okay. of. Um, but he wears a body suit and he can go and be invisible. So he's not naked. That was my question to Gene. Hypothetically, uh, Drew. Is uh, if you're if you're the invisible man slash woman, but when you wear clothes, people can see you. Right? Do you then have to be invisible and naked all the time? Yeah. But according to Trevor, he's got an invisibility suit suit. that he just wears. Okay. What would you do, Drew, if you were invisible? What would be the number one thing you would do? Uh, Probably sneak into games or concerts. Yeah. Things for free. Things for free. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would definitely be... I would avoid people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, think about the power of invisibility. Well, you wouldn't have to talk to anybody. You wouldn't, I would never have to be harassed but or bothered I, by anybody. I could just all of a sudden, where'd you go? I don't know. I'm but, still right there playing the spooky spins. But if I'm sitting in Lambo, I still need to have, like, a coat on. <laughs> well, maybe, you, maybe you make an invisibility is, suit out of, a, warm, right, out, of, out of some snow okay. pants. Coat, yeah, right. or snow pants. Here are some of the top things you could do if you uh, became invisible, Drew. Uh, you could finally see Hamilton on Broadway. <laughs> right. Again, sneaking in. <laughs> sneaking into things for free. Yep. Top things you could do if you became invisible. 
You could disappear while on stage during a Democratic presidential debate. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's what Mike Bloomberg would do if he became invisible. Shimmy over here. Uh, other things you could do if you became invisible here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. I like this one. Always be a part of boarding group one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right in the front of the plane. I mean, you'd have to stand the whole time unless there was an empty seat. But at least you can get on and off the plane before everybody else. That's no one's going to see you. I dealt with that in Arizona. Oh, yeah? Waiting for everybody to get everybody else to get off. But then you're also the guy that stands up before everybody else on the plane. Nobody likes that guy. No, that's true. Oh. We know you're excited to get off the plane, dude. You ain't gonna. <laughs> it ain't going to happen any faster, no matter how quickly you stand mm-hmm. up. Uh, top things you could do if you uh, became invisible, Drew, here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. You could become the Houston Astros official sign stealer. Right. No more banging on the trash cans. What is it? Uh, six plunkings in seven games, I yeah. think, so far? Yeah, they. I said this. I, I saw this on I love it. a sports radio show host. They should be, like, timing their bench to see how fast it takes to get over the railing and the pitchers now right. for fights. They shouldn't fight because they know they 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 brought well, on I know, themselves. But they're going to. I mean, oh, they'll there's going to be so many fights this year. I don't care. Good, let them get plunked, sons of bitches. Uh, drive around town just to see people go. Hey. They make a self-driving '92 Tercel. <laughs> like that guy that put himself in the seat, and then went through the drive-through. Right inside the seat. <laughs> yep. Uh, top things you could do if you uh, became invisible. Follow OJ around with an invisible iPhone and record that confession once and for all. Drew, you can finally figure out who killed the Who room. killed Nicole. Who killed her. He's looking for the real killers. Mm-hmm. Top things you do if you could become invisible here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. This is for Christy Nix. Figure out who's been eating my stuff out of the break room fridge. Just stand there and watch. Watch. I do a lot of watching. Go, uh, go into the White House. And replace all of Trump's quarter pounder patties with plant based patties. <laughs> practical jokes on your friends. Bad. I think oh, you that's could definitely a, you do some practical jokes. A lot of practical jokes. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, the uh, top things you could Scare do. Scare the hell out of people, Drew. If you uh, became. Oh, boy, I think I can get on now. Uh, top things you do. If uh, you become invisible, uh, go to town on those Costco samples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Where are all of those going? Right. The only reason we only take one one sample is because we don't want to be that guy that's like standing there having a full meal at Costco or whatever grocery store. Circle around and you come back. You just pick up the whole plate and walk away. Put your hat on and you're a whole different person, Drew. (laughs) I have a funny mustache. Look, it's not me. It's somebody else. By the way, we got a text in, Drew. It says, Duh, Gene, if you're invisible and you go to Lambo, just sit in one of the luxury boxes and you'll stay warm. There you go. I hadn't thought about sneaking in like a rich person. I'm new to the invisibility sneaking in thing, okay? Yeah. I'm sneaking in like a, a regular person. Regular guy, I gotta, yeah. Now I got to sneak in like a rich person. Yeah, bank vault. <laughs> My brain's got to get rewired to be able to do that, True, You can't just automatically right. you start can't thinking all of a sudden like that. Be, yeah. Pranks would be a lot easier. You could prank people. Oh, you could scare yep. the hell out of people. Whispering, a lot of whispering to people. Make them think they're going crazy. Yep. I don't know about home. Maybe like. Well, I mean. P- well, if like, you're hearing voices. Yeah. You owe Brian Simpson a million dollars. You owe Brian Simpson, you know, like, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I get a million dollars. Yeah, that's not how that works. That is how that works. Certainly some pranking. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Move things constantly yeah. to where they're moving them and you're moving them back. Like, why is ah. there why is there poop just appearing out of nowhere? Okay, and that's thin- just a you thing, Brian. That's just a, that's a you I'm thing. I'm driving around one day and all of a sudden there's just that's poop just everywhere. No? No. All right, Drew. Do you sneaking have time? Sneaking into stuff, though. Sneaking into stuff. That For would sure. Definitely be yeah. 
number one on the list. Absolutely. And, and thankfully, this guy's got a bodysuit as opposed to the nudity thing. Because I don't know if I could, if I was invisible and it was like Kevin Bacon and the Hollow Man. And you were nude. And you had to be naked again. the whole time. I, you know, I'm good. I don't want to be walking around naked. They just can't what see it, you. They can't yeah, see you. Yeah. All of a sudden, it could just turn off and then you're standing there naked like a, <laughs> like a dummy. That would be the, right? That'd be the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> what you're are you just, doing? You're here? just hoping it doesn't. There's a naked man in the bank vault. <laughs> well, how did he get in there? Why is he naked? I don't know. Am I eating the appetizers in the, in the skybox oh, I'm man. in at Lambo naked? Like all those restaurants you can sneak into, the highfalutin restaurants yes. that you can't afford to eat at, and all of a sudden somebody's sushi got messed with? Vegas. Oh, you could hit up them slots. Like, oh, you could take coins out of people's winnings. Just yep. coins and coins. Eh, they'll never know. Right? Yeah. Visibility. It's got to be one of the best superpowers. I, would I don't think. know about that. Be- I think well, flying. One of them. I think flying. It's pretty good, though, Drew. Immortality would be number one for me. Living forever. If you never have to worry about death, then everything else is just consequential. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm poor. I'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be rich I'll at just, some point. I'll just wait for a few years. I got forever. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't have money to pay my bills. Well, I'm going to live forever. So who? Uh, just go whatever. Next. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. This place got real loud, Sammy. Big Ten champion. This story program in this arena. Pretty special day for you. Yeah, I mean, it did get loud in here. I think these fans just respond really well to a good haircut. So uh, that's what I was working on coming in here. It's making sure I had it fluffed and feathered the right way. And I think the fans saw my hard work. I don't know where I go from that, but we'll go in the direction of consistency and trust. You trust yourself right now. Yeah, yeah. It's something uh, I gain trust every time my my hair grows a little more and a little more. I trust in myself and my mullet. So it's a process. You know, you can't grow a great mullet in a day. You can't win a Big Ten title in a day. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> Best mullet in college wrestling and a Big Ten champion, Sammy Oh, Brooks. my gosh. That guy. Oh, the mullet, Shaw. Yeah, it's making a comeback. It is. Uh, my buddy Josh down at City Meat Market is rocking the mullet for his wedding. He got the, uh, so he's got the shaved sides <laughs> to go along with the jerry curl back, mm-hmm. the Wisconsin waterfall. I don't know what they call it in I- Iowa, but uh, he's got the American flag kind of uh, uh Buzzed into the sides, sides where it's shaved down shot. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keeper Sutherland uh, thinks he invented the mullet. Joel Schumacher wanted me to have long hair, and I had long hair at the time. And then he wanted it white, timeless kind of thousand-year-old look. So I dyed it white. My hair was, like, normally long, like long everywhere. And I just looked like a wrestler. I hated it. And I just thought, that's awful. And Billy Idol had just come out. His first solo record had just come out, and he looked cool. And so I thought, well, he's got white hair. That that could look really cool. But Joel wanted my hair long. And so I, I actually think I might have been responsible, or at least partially responsible, for creating the mullet. And for mm-hmm. that, I'll apologize to well, the death. Mullets were around in the 70s before the Lost yeah. Boys made their way into the theaters. But... Uh, there's also, of course, Randy Johnson rocking the mullet way back in the day. So many of the reasons that I've been inducted in the Hall of Fame are long gone now. I no longer have a fastball. I no longer have a bad mullet. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he had his mullet, he could take his mullet to Australia, Shaw. I just found out about the greatest festival of all time. And it's I a wrote mullet an, fest? I wrote an article about it for 957therock.com. You can get it on our app on the Morning Sickness page as well. There's Mullet Fest in Australia, Shaw. Mullet Fest, perfect. Yeah, and it's a yearly event. It's not the first year they've done this, but uh, they've got 
Uh, the, the registrations for this year are closed. Obviously, it already happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, Mullet Fest in Australia, they've got amazing things. Um, juniors, 14 to 17, Mullets Parade. They've got heats oh, for yeah. mullets. They've, <laughs> they've got vintage mullet parade. They've got all sorts of best mullet of them all. Uh, they've got uh, a crawfish stew live in the main bar, which sounds delicious. And I'm assuming there's all sorts of other crazy stuff going on at Mullet mm-hmm. Fest in Australia. But uh, I wrote an article about it. Obviously, there's a lot of great fests in our area, but maybe Mullet Fest could be the next big one. Yeah. Perfect balance of business and party. Lead a healthy and happy life, Shaw, if you have that ratio. So one festival lacrosse doesn't have. Business up front. <laughs> party in the back. You don't have don't need any sunscreen back there, Shaw. Right. You're gonna save some money on your Mike. neck on your neck sunscreen. Let the long locks take care of that. Mike uh-huh. just texted us on the five star telecom rock line said there's a mullet fest in North Carolina. They don't have to travel to Australia, mm. apparently. Swansboro, North Carolina. Mm. I'm assuming there's a lot of country music getting listened to down there. I would think so. Mullet fest, Shaw. Like it. You ever have a mullet? Uh, no, I, not a mullet. I had long hair, but... Uh, it was long all it over. It was long all over, yeah. You were a damn hippie. That's I was. you were. <laughs> I grew the bangs when I was... I thought I was a skater. Mm. I was, oh, I was yeah, skateboarding. So I had skater to, boy. Yeah, so I was... I, I rocked the shaved head with the bangs, and the bangs came way down past my chin. Yeah. My dad hated it. So, and you went so like of this course and I, flipped it over. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I did this one, yeah, and yeah. they were legit like seven, eight inches long, the bangs uh-huh. were, and... It pissed him off so bad. We got in a fist fight at family counseling one time because he got mad about my hair. <laughs> we were court ordered to go to uh, family counseling. Okay. And, uh, you know, arguing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the lady's and like. And the hair. And, and the, the hair came the up lady. and he <laughs> grabs my hat and threw it at the lady. And then all of a sudden we're like tussling in the family <laughs> counseling. It was it was a lot of fun, Shaw. So the counselor turned into a referee then. Right. Yeah, and we weren't welcome back. We had to go somewhere right. else. Mullet's back, Shaw. That's what you need to know. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it didn't work out. So on time. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. New survey about millennials, things they can't do. People love these surveys, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Always amazed. By things they can't or won't do. Pay off their student loans. <laughs> well, they're waiting on Bernie, right? If no. he gets elected, right. they're going to pay. Wipe out that debt. Isn't that the deal? I don't think right? so. That's one of his campaign uh, slogans. Is it retroactive? Can I get my money back from the money I paid I, I off? I don't think so, no. Because I took the loan and then I paid it back, Shaw. That's how right. loans work. That's how loans work, yeah. Traditionally. You know what I mean? Like, I went into it with the knowledge that, hey, I'm going to take out this money. You mm-hmm. have the money. You let me use it so I can pay this thing so I can get an education, go into the field I want to work You'll in. You'll charge me interest and I'll pay it back. Slowly. And then eventually I'll pay it back yeah. 50 bucks a month. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it'll take me 12 years, but I'll get there. And then your debts are paid. Right. That's how debt works. 27 right? years. That's how loans work, right? <laughs> Unless Bernie's president, then everybody just gets... Right. All right. They want to forgive students. Uh, uh, less than a quarter of millennials say they're good at fixing things around the house. Oh, I get that. You know what we saw the other day? We were at Best Buy for something. We went and picked up a new PS4 remote. I, I, I think it was 140 bucks. It is a temperature-controlled 14-ounce coffee mug that's, like, all Bluetooth and connected and everything. That seems unnecessary. If you, I don't, I'll tell you what, people and friend people over politics. How on, long does it need to stay warm? Well, that's what I'm saying. How long does it take you to drink 14 ounces of coffee? First of all, right? It's just a regular size coffee mug. If you're not able to drink 14 ounces like of hot cup before, then you got problems, man. You need to investigate your life. But I'll unfriend somebody over a $145 coffee mug that you buy that's Bluetooth activated. I don't want to be your friend if that's what you're doing with your money. Mm-hmm. You got some, you, you need to see somebody about that because I couldn't believe it. I'm like, 
you get a, a million coffee mugs in your lifetime, Shaw, from a sure. million different resources, yeah. you know, places that, that people give them to you for Christmas gifts and birthday presents. You pick one up at the office, you take it home. It's your favorite mug. It's bigger than the other ones. Mm-hmm. I got one here that I save and I clean it and I use it whenever I want to have coffee. I don't need a $145 Bluetooth connected term temperature controlled coffee. Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. Blew my mind. Uh, to get back to the, the story here, millions of millennials say they uh, call for help to hang a picture. <laughs> Come on. YouTube. Google it. Or kid. change a light bulb. This one boggles oh, my mind. Because the light bulb light thing is not, uh, you unscrew it, you lick the new one, and then you stick it right back in. All right, maybe don't lick the new one, but that's an old. That's how you do it. That's an old school thing. Uh, average millennial says they'll go more than, this one is crazy. Uh, the average millennial says they'll go more than three weeks 21 days with a light bulb that doesn't work before they get around to fixing it. Three weeks. It's not fixing it. It's replacing it. You got the wrong term. You're not not taking it apart and rewiring the thing. You don't have to solder anything, man. That's a different You don't need any special tools. You need a hand. You got a hand, then bam, you can fix it. That's all you need. Some of the other jobs around the house that millennials can't or won't do. Putting up wallpaper. Who the hell does that anymore right. anyways? I'm not putting up wallpaper. I don't I, even know how to do it. I would it. never no even way. attempt that. No way. Painting. I can paint. I can paint? Mm-hmm. I like to paint. Painting is not that hard. I mean, the taping is the part that sucks. It depends. Yeah, the prep work is the pain in the butt. Fixing a loose screw. So like mm. if you got a chair, a dining room table or something, mm. and you got a chair, Just, the leg that's all, you can't get under there with a Phillips? Come on, man. Get a screwdriver. Fixing a heater. I'm not fixing the heater. Anything, uh, gas, electric stuff, no, that's a professional, and I'm paying them to do it. Uh, So I'm with the millennials on that one. Tightening the hinges on a cabinet. Again, well, that's a screw again. Again, it's it's, it's a one-tool job. That's all you need. Uh No need to level or nothing. You just get in there with the screwdriver. Maybe if you got to move the hinge, you know, you got to redrill some holes. Plumbing is another thing that depends Uh, on how hard it is, Shaw. True. Uh, it's not just laziness or the fact that they're hashtag millennials. It's just out of uh, lack of confidence, apparently. 33% of them say someone else will do a better job fixing it. That's how I feel a lot of times, especially about heating, uh, you know, anything with the water heater, anything right. with the furnace. I'm, I'm not, calling dude, the I'm an idiot. I don't need to be down there messing around with that. There's uh-huh. gas and stuff. The house will blow up. Uh, and it's also an issue of time, according to millennials. 14% sure. of them say they're too busy. I'm too busy writing a script. Well, oh, I would gosh. not. Yeah, I'm not going to mess with electrical. I'm not going to mess with... Yeah, heating, air conditioning. I can do some basic. I might mess with a little stuff. bit of electrical. Like we got, so we've got uh, we've got lights. Replace a fixture. Or a well, we've outlet. got a we've got outdoor lights, right? And they're motion activated, but they're also switch activated. So, and I don't want that. I want to change that. So, in the spring, when the weather's better, I'm somebody's gonna, coming over. No, 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 I'm going to work on it. Yeah. I've got to figure out what kind of because I the problem is is you got to turn the switch on and then the light comes on. And then it also is motion activated. Well, I want it to just be on or off. I don't want it to be motion activated. You know what I mean? So I got to switch this stupid thing out. So I got to get the right kind of light. But I'll, I'll mess around with that. It's like four wires in there. You'll be all right. My I, dad did that. Some stuff electrical, like like replacing. I'm not running outlet. conduit or anything though. And I they gotta, put ceiling fans in and stuff like that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing. I give the week. Come do my hot tub. Yeah. I'm not messing around with all that. Uh, mm, no uh, way. No way. Hundred forty five dollar coffee mug. Get out of here. Might make that stuff so people can Dude, spend their money. That is the dumb. that might be the biggest waste of money well, I've ever seen. That's how I in my feel about life. that wine thing. Oh, where you buy this expensive wine and it takes the air out of a bottle if you don't drink it all. And so then you can cork it and it will last a really long time as opposed to going, you know, open red wine, wine thing. If you can't drink the rest of that red wine <laughs> before it goes bad, <laughs> Right. Forget it. Right. You should be buying individual wines then. The little four shots. 
All right. I got to take the air out so it doesn't go bad. I couldn't finish my 14 <laughs> ounces of coffee in time to keep it hot. I got to put, oh, it's Bluetooth. Look, I control it from my phone. <laughs> no, you get up, you put it in a microwave for 10 seconds, and you got hot coffee again. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Morning sickness, Brian, Gene, and Shaw. And uh, you can apparently smell it, Shaw. You can smell what? The sex. You can smell it. When your woman is turned on, you can smell it. Scientists have figured out that you can smell it, Shaw. Is that phenome thing or something? Or? Yes. Pheromone. So, Pheromone so is the word I think you're looking you. for. You're Pheno. Right. Hey, Mary, you got them phenomes? <laughs> I can smell them phenomes, Mary. Boy, you're putting off a lot of phenomes. They're potent. Potent phenomes. It's true, though. It's science, yeah, Shaw. Science. You can. Uh, for this study, researchers at the University of Kent in England. This is not just Dan's college in, right. you know, in Florida. Uh, they had women work up a sweat. On an exercise bike, I don't know if it was a Peloton, uh, and then had them watch sexy stuff or very unsexy stuff. Women who got the sexy option, like the Fifty Shades of Grey or the Magic Mics, they apparently were putting out Put phenomes. Yeah, the researchers basically uh, swabbed some sweat from the women in both groups, Shaw. The ones phenomes. that were watching the sexy things and the other one watching <laughs> videos of bridges being built yes. and thing like, yeah. things like that. No phenomes on those chicks. Didn't turn around, huh? They swabbed the sweat from both of those groups and then had men smell the different swabs and ask them which one they preferred. And check this out, Shaw. The men like always. Always. Not, not, not 50, not 60, not 70, not 80, not 90. 100% of the time, the Shaw. The men always picked the sweat from the women who were watching the sexy Videos. The phenomes. They were picking them, Shaw. Right. So you, they can smell. I marry. Those I could smell the phenomes from over here. They always preferred the sweat from the That's women who were watching. Your sweaty phenomes got me feeling something yeah. brisk, Mary. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Get I that in tell. a bottle. Put that phenome market. Sell it. All them smell it. Board you know housewife. Put some phenomes on you your know stuff. know what's going to happen. Happen. Right, Sean? You can tell. Mm-hmm. Get some phenomes. Right. I read somewhere that their periods attract bears. The bears can smell the menstruation. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're talking about. Those Sean. are phenomes, Shaw, right? Okay. Phenomes, whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Coining a new word here. Uh, this there's oh. phenom, and then there's pheromone. They're two different. Yeah. Together, though. I mean, That's right. That's right. 100% of the time. Hey, language good. I am good speak. We language yes. just fine, Brian. <laughs> Get some of them phenoms. Yep. Is there anybody calling Walgreens about that stuff? <laughs> no? Just the sanitizer? Is mm-hmm. that what? All right. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Oh, by the way, this Iowa thing is turning into just, and I knew this was going to happen. This is, why, this is why I don't do groups. This is why I don't like people. This is why I don't get involved. So, and I'm just, I'm going on a tangent here. I'm sorry. I got to rant. I got to get it out or else I'll forget about it. So. That might be better. Jackie and Keith, Bettendorf, Iowa. Keith's turning 40. We're going down there Mm -hmm. as a group. A bunch of us are going down there. Friends, we all live up here. And uh, so Puck and Elsa, my wife and I, Ashley from Caledonia, Becky and Fish already lived down that Mm -hmm. way. So I said to my wife this weekend, because Puck finally confirmed that they could go down. uh, We were leaving on Saturday, the April 4th and coming back Sunday, the 5th. So we're going to drive together. So I called Puck on Saturday and I said, hey, why don't I just book a hotel room at a hotel for, you know, two hotel rooms, one for us, one for you. And then we're driving down together. We're staying in the same hotel together. We're going to travel around together. We're going to, you know, whatever, make it easy. He said, yeah, fine. I'll just pay you back. Well, then Ashley gets in touch with my wife. She's Um, like, well, why don't you get one for me? Here's the problem. Ashley's going down on Friday. 
So she's going to stay with Jackie and Keith on Friday, and then she's going to stay in the hotel room that I booked. That's so I, ca- I I looked around, insta- you know, interneted. I got the hotel room. Okay. Called, got a cheap rate, whatever. Yeah. We're good to go. I got three rooms. I got two double yeah. queens and one king for Ashley, right? right. Then last night, Ashley calls oh, no. my wife. Yeah, I'm just going to stay with Jackie and Keith, and I'm not going to. Can you so just call you- and cancel? So now I got to call and cancel. And on top of that, yesterday, Puck comes in here, and he's like, hey, yeah, what did you do? I got a group on into this thing, and I don't know, this other hotel, and I might be a little bit. I'm like, oh, gee. this is why I don't do groups. This is why I tried to lead the charge and try to get the hotel, and now everybody just doesn't want to do it. Now Puck and Elsa want to do some other hotel that might be cheaper, like a dirt motel. And I'm like, dude, so you don't want to be in charge. I don't want to deal with anybody. This is why I just, I'm going to go do my own thing. I might not even go. F these people. Oh, you're F going. You're I'm going. not going. You're F going. Them. I'm not going. I'm sorry, Keith. I'll be there in spirit. I can't deal with these people. This, I just, I'll these just drive down. These are your friends. By my, I don't, they're not my friends. My friends would just be like, look, okay, thanks for booking a hotel. We'll these deal. These are your friends. They're not my friends. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Get on the Google. Okay. And Google Josh Spidel. S-P-E-I-D-E-L. First thing that comes up. Five years ago. You might have seen this. Are you going to cry? Yes. Five years ago, Josh Spidel. Suffering a traumatic brain injury in a car accident when he was a senior in high school. Shortly after the former prep standout and three-star recruit committed to playing for Vermont. Had a bright career ahead of him. But uh, traumatic brain injury essentially ended that career, that uh, basketball career. Mm-hmm. However, yesterday, Spidell made his first Division One start on senior day. And registered the first points of his collegiate career in a matchup against Albany. Of course, this is all prearranged. Everybody knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Spidell scored on his team's first possession, 1940 on the clock in the first half. Spidell caught a pass from a teammate, Everett Duncan. Took one step, scored off the backboard. Players, of course, went nuts. The crowd goes nuts. Everybody's hugging him. He went onto the bench, hugged every player and the coach. He also shared a moment with the Albany coach, Will Brown. He said, quote, I did it. I'm a college basketball player. Vermont ended up winning the game, 85-62. He said, I scored in a college basketball game. You can't take that away from me. I'm just so forever grateful. Funny part of this whole thing is he said, too, that he thought about missing it to up his stats. Missed the first one because they're going to let me score, right? I mean, I, I know this is going to happen. I'll take a couple of I... shots. I'll, you know, I'll up my stats a little bit. But, but uh, he, his injuries, though, yeah. I mean, he... He had to learn to walk yep. and talk, yep. and I mean, it, I mean, he was in a coma for months. Josh Spidell, if you want to read about him, Google him. It's an amazing story. ESPN's running the special on it too, and uh, it's uh, it, hell of a you story. will tear up. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's unless you're dark black soul guy. Yeah, then I can't help. You. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go, and Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. <laughs> After Super Tuesday, we lost uh, Steyer, and uh, then Bloomberg dropped out, right? Yep. And uh, Tulsi's still in it for Apparently. some reason, and Elizabeth Warren is considering her options, is yes, what you said? Yes, correct, yes. Okay. Uh, well, Bloomberg's got a lot of time on his hands now, Shaw. He does. And uh, because of that, here's a list of things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do <laughs> list. What's next for Mike Bloomberg? Okay. What is he going to do, Shaw? I imagine he's going to throw some money at whoever the Democratic nominee is. But probably, beyond that, I don't Probably. Uh, top things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do list here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Buy some coronavirus and mail it to Elizabeth Warren. No, he's not oh, going to do that. He's not doing that. Don't do that. 
Isn't there a Democratic uh, person that uh, said they were going to, if they got infected with the coronavirus, they were going to go to a bunch of Trump rallies or something like that? I hope I not. not. People, are, people are morons. Mm-hmm. Just morons. Okay. What else has he got on his list? Top things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do list. Go back to letting the Knicks be the New York City's biggest embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I could care less about or couldn't care less about, it's the whole Spike Lee New York Knicks thing. Yeah. Good Lord. You guys get in a room, Thunderdome, and figure it out. Uh, get a refund on that useless book, Buying the Democratic Presidential Nomination <laughs> for Dummies. <laughs> I'll pay $10 for it this thing work. at a yard sale. Uh, top things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do list. Dig through the couch cushions to pay off the $500 million yeah, yeah. campaign bill. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be okay. Uh, things to do uh, for Mike Bloomberg on his to-do list. Go skeet shooting with Tom Steyer. <laughs> eat, skeet, skeet. To the right! Just me. Mm. Wedding crashers, man. Top things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do list here on the Morning Sickness. Simultaneously take a nap and make three hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those guys, right? Like the like what what was it? Uh, Forbes when he when he uh, we found out like it would cost him more money to stop and pick up a hundred dollar mm-hmm. bill than it would be to yes. based on how much right. he makes per second of his life. Correct. Yeah, mind boggling. Top things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do list here on The Morning Sickness. A few more. Spend my money on something that generates better returns than my presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scratch-offs. There you go. Might come more, out ahead. Might have a little more luck on those scratch I like scratchers. doing those when I'm traveling. Yeah. Yeah, that's, Mike's driving. Yeah, that's fun. Get everyone who watched me in the debates to sign an NDA promising to never speak of it again. <laughs> <laughs> NDAs. This is something that you're going to bring up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, top things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do list. Wonder if I'll ever meet anyone who's laughed even once at Fred Armisen's impression of me on Saturday right. Night Live. Exactly. <laughs> Bloomberg's not really like a guy you laugh at, other than when Trump makes fun of him for being short. Right. It's kind of serious most of the time. He's so dry, too. Mm-hmm. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I'm running for president. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Cool. Well, good luck with that. And uh, last but not least, uh, top things on Mike Bloomberg's to-do list. Screw this campaigning crap. Just buy the country. Yeah. He could. What is the price tag anyway? I don't know. get us out of debt, right? It's trillions if you pay off the national debt. Mm-hmm. Don't you get the country? Isn't that the way it works? <laughs> Look, I paid off the debt. Give me the country. Yeah, just give it to me. More. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More. 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 I don't know if you uh, heard the latest, Shaw, but uh, there's a new section on Pornhub.com that's apparently... Getting a lot of hits. A new section? Yeah, okay. there's a new uh, there's a new flavor of the week, if you will, that people are searching for on the adult websites. And? Coronavirus porn. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what, they just act real sick and feverish? Uh, yeah, so basically people are producing uh, videos. Oh, my gosh. Wearing hazmat suits and, uh, you know, masks, so face masks and... And pretending to walk around deserted streets like in Wuhan, China, and uh, then finding someone there and having sex with them. Uh, okay. I don't know if you saw any of these, but... All right, Jerry, steady as she goes. Just collect the data and get out of there as soon as possible. Go ahead and give me a Roger if you understand. Jerry, your heart rate is spiking. Everything okay? Could you respond, please? Jerry? Seems our comms are broken. I can't hear a word you're saying. Not a lot of words getting said, Shaw. Her uh-huh. heart rate was spiking because she was having sex in oh. a deserted street. Apparently, a lot of people are watching it too. Over a hundred <laughs> videos have now been posted on Pornhub.com. 
amateur videos mostly of people getting it on in hazmat suits and surgical masks. Um, One of the producers and stars is uh, a woman named Spicy. It's called Body Cam Footage Investigates Deserted Wuhan. And in this video, she's wearing a hospital gown. The guy is in a hazmat suit, and they, of course, uh, run into each other on a deserted street and get it on. Uh So if you're hankering for some coronavirus Man, oh, man, anything could be a porn theme. Apparently. Anything can be. Anything. We found that out years ago. I mean, you know, they were making Scooby-Doo, you know, uh, parody porns. But coronavirus so hot right now, Sean. It's hot. It's so There's going to be two things that live after the after the world gets nuked, and it's going to be cockroaches and porn. <laughs> like it just it, the, the, apparently like the, that's it. Wow! Remember when they remember in Hawaii a couple of years ago when they thought they were they were getting a, a missile attack, and then all of a sudden porn up saw a spike yes, because pe- right. well because people were like, "Oh, the end of the world." I'm going out with a bang, <laughs> so I'm going to turn on the uh, the old. Uh, These cert- streets are sort of deserted. You know what I mean. <laughs> There's nobody around, just you and I. (laughs) I know that we're both supposed to be doing science stuff. You don't have to spend a lot on props. You just got to get yourself (laughs) a hospital gown and a hazmat Mm -hmm. suit, maybe a surgical mask. Hey, you got that hazmat suit I can borrow? (laughs) I promise I'll I'll clean it when I bring it back. So there's that, Shaw. If you've got a few extra minutes on on (laughs) your hands today, I'm going to go check that out. I may or may not have watched one of them. Uh Uh-huh. May or may not. Well, it was research for the show, Brian. That's what I do. I that's, do. That's, that's what I do here, Shaw. I research. research I, I will take the hits for the two of you, so you research. don't have to be, you know, exposed to uh-huh. these kind of things. I, I will. Thank I will. You. Yeah. Thank I'll. You. I'll be the shield. You know. I'll. Good job. That's what I do. Around Way here. to go, B. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh huh. I should get a, an award for that. Or yeah. Something. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Obviously, we change the clocks on Sunday, spring ahead. And uh, when you do that, it's a good opportunity to do some other stuff around the house. Most people know you change the batteries in the smoke detector, right? Once every six months or so. I do it when the time changes. When the, when the time I mean, changes. I check them. You know, that's when yeah. I make sure we're good. Change or check the batteries in your smoke alarm or your CO2 detector. Good idea to change out the batteries in your smoke uh, and carbon monoxide detectors once a year. So doing it the same weekend as changing the clocks is an easy way to stay on top of that. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Uh, some other stuff to do this weekend. Okay. Because of the time change. Restock your emergency kit. Wait, I'm supposed to have an emergency kit? Well, something maybe that lives in the basement that has, you know, band-aids and stuff like that. Well, in I have there. a first aid kit. Um, it's the, obviously, it might car. be a little more important now with this whole coronavirus thing. You know, maybe make sure you got a case of water down there, a can opener in case you got a bunch of cans of beans down there and you can't open them. Good gravy. Well, just, you know, maybe it ju- it's just an opportunity to take stock, you know, just to say, all right, we, we should be good in case something happens. Okay. That's all. I got some weird gelled stuff in cans that's left over from Thanksgiving, I think, in the pantry downstairs. Yeah, maybe make sure that you've got, uh, you know, all the stuff in your emergency kit in case you need it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, by the way, is. if you need some help building an emergency kit, ready.gov has a list of things to get and how to prepare for a pandemic. <laughs> Toilet paper and batteries, is that the deal? Uh, other things you can do this weekend now that we're changing the clocks. I'm so not doing that. Clean out the fridge, pantry, medicine cabinet. Throw away old stuff. Did that. Check the dates. You know what I mean? Did that. Good time to declutter food, medicine, supplements. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're not taking, you know, old supplements that are expired. Um, Just did the fridge the other day. Clean like the two fridge. Two weeks ago, you know, and it's like, ooh. Deep clean. Yeah. Wow, that marinade is 
Yeah, not been good in there anymore. For, that salad dressing says 2007. I don't know. <laughs> Probably That's still not. good, but I'm not going to risk it. And uh, last but not least, something to do this weekend now that you have the opportunity because of the time change, uh, flip your mattress. If you've uh-huh. got a mattress that needs flipping, you know, maybe you're starting to get those dents do in there. Those. You know, flip that thing over. Um, Good opportunity to do that this weekend now that you change the clock. So there you go. Some stuff to do this weekend with the time change. Um, Our battery and our smoke alarm was telling us it was time the other night. It was doing the beep, Beep. the beep, beep, beep. beep. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. Today is Oreo cookie day, Shaw. National Oreo cookie day. Enjoy some Oreos. You like Oreos? They're okay. Regular? Double stuff? Eh, regular. Regular? Gene prefers the uh, chocolate dipped. I like regular if I'm going straight up Oreo. Cha, have you had the thin fudge dipped ones that are mint? No. Oh. I have had chocolate covered Oreos from the sweet shop, which are oh, delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, tomorrow, by the way, is National <coughs> Cereal Day, Shaw, okay, which is good because I got some I got some rice checks in my... Plans? Yeah, I got rice checks <laughs> in my, my cabinet calling my names. Here are some of the least popular cereals. We all know about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Captain Crunch. Cookie Crisp. Jeans Captain Crunch without berries. Mm-hmm. Just the... Don't mess it up with Rip flavor. your mouth apart, yes. Captain Crunch. That stuff never goes soft. They must have had Chevy Chase on the case for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Non-nutritive food. <laughs> All right. Here are some of the least popular cereals, Sean. Okay. Crispy Wheats and Coronavirus. Oh. Pass. Big bowl. Shh. I don't know if I can get through this one. The least popular cereal. I'm going to save this one for the end. Okay. Least popular cereals. Frosted Flem Flakes. Oh. <laughs> uh, staying in the Flem category. Okay. Least popular cereals here on the Morning Sickness. Okay. Loogie Charms. Oh, gross. Do you like some Loogie Charms? I got plenty going over here right now. Extra Loogie. Uh, Molden Grams. Oh. <laughs> It's not so much mold as stale, because the kids they don't close, they don't the, close bag, the bag, Shaw. So then you go and you're like, ah. Does damn. any kid ever close? The no. Bag? What? How no. Do you, how do you close? Stop it? Do you, making things in bags. Do you fold the corners and then flip it down, or do you just roll? Roll. I don't actually. I don't even care how you do it. Just, just do it. At some point, some do something. Ugh. Chip clip. Uh, least popular cereals here on the morning sickness in honor of uh, National Cereal Day, which is tomorrow. Metho meal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Accosted Flakes. They're great. Uh, Again, with the phlegm category, least popular cereals. Apparently, phlegm is uh, very popular. Booger Smacks. You can get yourself a nice bowl of flueberry, Shaw. You might have some of that over at your house. Uh, Least popular cereals. A couple more. Franken Dingleberries. (laughs) Anything with Dingleberries, Shaw. And uh, last but not least, this is one I had a hard time with earlier. What? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to struggle with this one again. All right, here we go. Least popular cereals in honor of tomorrow being National Cereal Day. Sharded wheat. <laughs> Ew. It's not shredded. It's all natural. It's gluten-free. Would you like some of sharded wheat? Is, do you put the sharded wheat in the bowl first, then the milk on top, or do you put the milk in and then shart the wheat into the bowl? Never put the milk in first. Yeah, right. That's you, some. You're a criminal. I'd break up with somebody immediately if I saw that happening. That's Only a, if it's the milk left from the first right, and you want to put more in it. Totally that understandable. Is, but not just, no, Shaw, no. Right. If you put the milk in first, you've got problems. I agree. You should maybe see a therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or stay away from other people. Just, yeah, just more at home. More you at home alone. Keep your shame in your house in the dark. Where you belong. 
Can you imagine that? Why, like you're dating somebody, everything's going well, and all of a sudden you, you're together in the morning and you right. see that cereal. You want thing some breakfast, like, babe? Yeah, Let's sure. Put gravy on your plate and then put the mashed potatoes on top. That's what it's like. That's how insane it is. Right? Yeah. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.